everyone, and welcome to a revisiting episode of Zingness, and technically part three of what is now becoming an ongoing series, apparently. Yes, I am your host, Zinger, but I cannot do this alone. I am joined by a few people from the other side of the portal to revisit a topic that was visited many, many episodes ago on Zingness and many, many episodes ago on their own show. Please welcome Into the Portal. What's up, buddy? How's How's it going? going? So we got Andrew and Amber. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to to part three of our Norwegian myths, mythology, and (laughs) all-around fun. (laughs) Thank you, good sir. (laughs) Good to be here. So and it's and it's good to have you guys here. So uh, many 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 moons ago on Zingness, actually episode sixty seven of Zingness, uh, the not alone guys uh, joined me and Ellie to discuss Troll Hunter the movie, and you guys uh, started doing your film Friday, and it was uh, I think one of your not your first it, first ten maybe within the first uh, ten yeah maybe mm, it was probably it was maybe, yeah it was one of the earlier ones definitely I guess. Mm-hmm. and. This is one of my favorite movies. I know you guys discussed it, so I figured it would be cool to revisit, re-come back to this movie, re-watch it, kind of with our eyes opened to, you know, more myth- mythological stuff, and also to lead into the quote-unquote part four of this series, which will be on your guys' feed with us discussing troll, troll sightings, and stuff like that. So it's a good yes. setup into that. So Definitely. So um, I, I know this isn't the first time for you guys watching this movie, and um, you guys said that you've watched this only maybe a handful of times. Just yeah, three Probably, times. Yeah, all well, three, three or times. four. Yeah, right. at least three or four times. Yeah, yeah, three or four, three and a half. I three think times. I think we might have watched it at least three times in preparation for the first film Friday. Yes. Just yeah. because we loved it so much. <laughs> it's hard to keep track for how many we watched. One of them was probably like us falling asleep late at night, though. Yeah, so exactly. that doesn't really count. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> but we, all three times were with subtitles. We watched it in Norwegian, mm-hmm. uh, which and, we quite enjoy. We like subtitled films. And ironically, on the other side of the board, I have watched this movie several times. Um, I dare say I'm probably in double digits of watching it. And I... Awesome have never watched it in anything but the English dub of it because since I have the Blu-ray, it gives you the option to do the English dub. I guess maybe one of these times I'll watch it with the original Norwegian, but trying to read subtitles sometimes is just something I can't... So, subtitles I'm watching, it's something I can't do unless it's an anime, apparently. I, to- we, I totally <laughs> understand that. The, the one yeah. thing I will say about the benefit of listening with, uh, with subtitles and in Norwegian is like, even I guess if you've watched it as many times as you have now, you kind of know what's going on anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like super relaxing and peaceful and really enjoyable actually to like mm-hmm. listen to the inflection and like the way the actual actors in Norwegian are like saying what they're saying in the film. Yeah. It's like it's really fun. It's kind of like it's... when we watched um oh what was that South Korean like the whaling oh the whaling where it's like yeah. so great in South Korean because mm-hmm. it's so hilarious and and all the little it's, nuances. Oh you the way get, that you know they I mean? talk, yeah, it's very whimsical. Really, this Norwegian one, I I quite liked it. I'll, I'll have to check it out next. My next viewing of it, I will make sure to do it in in, in the original Norwegian and everything. So um, I'm sure if you are listening to this, you might be familiar with it. You might not, but basically the premise of Troll Hunter is. I mean, we'll, we'll get into t- talking about the story stuff like that a little bit from here and there. But this is sort of a revisit for for all three of us of this movie. And of what I, what I think is a great, great movie, and that is something I think that one, as like horror fantasy stuff, it's something that I set, I think, set the bar a little bit higher. 
and as an overall like someone who loves this type of mythos and stuff it made the world of trolls i I understand it's a movie but it made it slightly believable enough that it's like you know what it's kind of fun to think about it definitely 100 percent. and like the thing is too is like you say that kind of you know just qualifying this discussion like you know as if it's like we know this was a mockumentary right because there's so Mm -hmm. many people who would like take images from that movie and like Mm -hmm. make it seem real right and things like that but Mm -hmm. at the same time it's pretty sweet that they're pulling on you know they're pulling on like uh the mythos and things that people do believe is real that's a aspect of troll they're just making it a lot more visually real and they're modernizing it too a lot right Mm -hmm. because he's a official government employee essentially so i love the way they go about this film the mockumentary is just brilliant for this kind of theme or docudrama i would even call it i mean rather than a a mockumentary it's not really a joke it's not a mockumentary like foobar even though like so many blogs and things you read it calls it a mockumentary it's a mockumentary in the sense that it it goes about as if it's a documentary yet it's not that's sure. all I mean by but that. It's not the, mocking anything. No, no, of course. Means. But there's like serious versions of the same thing, right? Like where it's like, it's not a real documentary, but it's not a joke either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so it's called docudrama or something along those lines type. Okay. Type okay. Anyway. You actually uh, took some film classes, so I'll, I'll take your word on that. Okay. <laughs> actually, funny enough, the actor who played Hans apparently is like, is a comedian or somebody who's like more jokey in like a lot of his other roles so (laughs) but but nissi plays it straight the entire time like there's no jokes of course from that character so i always thought Mm -hmm. that was interesting of course i've never seen anything else he's been in so i i have to take that as the word for it on that note before we get into like the story and stuff like that um what drew you to this movie originally how did you find it and you know what what drew you to this Oh, man. It was actually a listener suggestion. Mm -hmm. It was one of our longtime listeners, and they were obsessed with it. And we heard about it, and we were like, Troll Hunter. Hmm. What are we getting ourselves into with this? I don't even know. And I had recently watched the animated film Trolls. Mm. (laughs) Kids (laughs) film. And I was like, is this going to be anything remotely similar? What's going to go on in this film? So we went into this really blind. It was just a suggestion. And we were rewarded plentifully i think hey oh god yeah i mean great find. Yeah, didn't know what to expect at all didn't i mean foreign films are always sort of i mean i guess hit and miss you might say mm-hmm. just because typically there's not as much money going into them uh, necessarily as, as hollywood movies depending on what genre you're watching but they actually put up quite a bit of cash into troll hunter and it was mm-hmm. noticeable because it was really well done like the animation was well done and i don't know man i was a wild ride the entire time like i was interested yeah the those special time. effects were amazing they they were and i'm and i definitely want to get into discussing like the effects the you know the look the feel of this and everything with you guys um the way i stumbled across this is there is a youtube person i used to watch who works for the or worked at the time i don't know i don't think he still does because this was 2010 ish 2011 okay Mm -hmm. um so i mean this is going back 10 9 9 10 years almost so um he he um it, it was movie bob he worked for the escapist at the time he did like uh movie bob movie movies with bob or bob at the movies or something and he had done this as like a like his little segment he talked about this and i was like interesting and i looked it up was able to find a copy of it and i think at the time they had it on netflix for a while too 
So I think I originally watched some of it on there and then was like, oh, man, I need to own this because this is something I would love to watch on, like, totally. like one, my, my kids, I'm sure, would, would love to watch this. I would love to watch this again, so I totally went and got it. But I stumbled across it through him and just fell in love with it. And it's something, of course, as I brought up before. And by the way, if I'm repeating myself from anything I said in the previous Zingness episode, a hundred plus episodes ago, <laughs> it's not intentional. But um, I did go back and re- rewatch his little analysis of it. And he brought up some interesting points I want to bring up to you guys that I found interesting, something I kind of forgot about or flowed out of my mind since then. Um, troll hunters in like mythology and in stories and everything are these, you know, heroes, these, you know, you know, the, the knight in shining armor and whatnot. But in this movie, troll hunting's been boiled down to some pencil-pushing, almost, government job that has no glory to it. Uh, the character of Hans, at one point in the movie, does just point out that he, you know, I don't get overtime, I don't get night pay, I don't get, you know, this, that, or the other. He's just basically the only line of defense, basically, between the Norwegian people who don't know anything about this and the trolls themselves. And I find that interesting, that sort of diversity between the legend versus what the reality of it would be like it's 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 i i i can see something where someone's a dragon hunter and it's the same kind of concept is it's just not as glorious because you can't be glorious with it anymore it's not something that's meant for glory because right. well you're you're kind of just doing government work almost mm-hmm. yeah which is is kind of an interesting way to because you'd think like it's nor it's norway they've uh You'd think they'd they'd put some more resources into the, their only line of defense against things that they clearly want to keep separate but from. Besides the power right? lines, obviously. He's living in a <laughs> in a in a little shanty trailer that he tows around with his jeep uh, yeah. to kind of go deal with different types of trolls, and is very easily approached by these college students, which is kind of another interesting thing, right? Like he's not even he, he's very easy to pick apart from the bear hunting community as they kind of tee it up. Mm, yeah, yeah. As a poacher and all that, you know, it's funny. As soon as you said that I was instantly reminded of, uh, Bob's burgers episode where, uh, Bob makes friends with an archeologist <laughs> and invites him to dinner <laughs> and goes on to say, your life must be just like one big Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> and he's like, absolutely not. <laughs> it's the absolute opposite of what it is. <laughs> You always gotta all... sneak a Bob's reference into every episode you do, even if it's I'm not, not on sneaking our show. it. This so is pretty, pretty I don't blatant. know how many references you have on your show. It's about I, we we guesstimated about forty percent of Into the Portal episodes have a Bob's Burgers reference. Most of them are secret, though. They're, we don't even announce it. <laughs> I think I can count the number of mo- of number of Bob's Burgers references in my show on one hand. Yeah, yeah, and That's they're all from people I who aren't me. <laughs> not not that I have anything against the show. I just. Don't ever make references to it. Uh, actually, something interesting. I did just poke around real quick because I was interested in this. Um, apparently, the director and writer of this movie did go on to work on the Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark wow. movie mm-hmm. that came out recently. So that's something interesting. It's also got an uh, interview with him and Guillermo del Toro, it looks like. so, And, th- and that's something that, I, of course, when Movie Bob talked about, I remember he mentioned that this would be something that would be maybe up his alley if they did an Americanized version, which I, I'm i going to jump really far ahead and say I don't want an Americanized version of this. I think it's perfectly fine the way it is. Agreed. And everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the basic premise, I mean, we've kind of teased at it, but the basic premise of the Troll Hunter is a group of students are investigating, of course, poachers, stuff like that, people poaching bears, 
And they come across this one guy that all the poachers are even kind of like, oh man, don't go mess with that guy. He's really out there and everything like that. Well, they follow him, they follow him, and eventually they stumble upon him out in the woods being chased by something. And he screams at one point, troll. Then they all run, one of them gets attacked, and then they get back, and they're like, why'd you scream troll? And he tries to kind of backpedal, but of course he can't at that point, so the kids join him. He's kind of a tired veteran of this work, and is kind of like, you know what, people need to know. Like, he, I don't think there's ever a real, like, it just switches in him all of a sudden at one point, where he's like, you know what, why not? You know, I'm, I've been doing this forever, and I'm kind of done with this, so... I, I mean, I don't know if you guys caught anything to where there was that switch in him, but it just at some point he just gives up and he's like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to help you kids and going to kind of show you some stuff. It was almost straddling that line between, I mean, obviously, like we know it's a docudrama, mockumentary, mm-hmm. whatever we want to call it, but it was almost kind of unbelievable in the plot transition there, but, but it still was smooth enough where, like you're saying, like he had this personality kind of switcheroo where he was really standoffish and I guess to be understood, but I guess the way you're just like, yeah, you're kind of teenage. Like he was kind of just fed up. So he was like, screw it. Come with me, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that main guy that he was always dealing with that would show up at all the bear attacks was super annoying and like made out to be super annoying. I well, can't remember his name. Even beyond that, yeah, that other government official guy. But even beyond that, I feel like uh, there was a turning point, even visually and physically, when he comes back from that one night because they try and pursue him and he totally ignores them. He goes out on his excursion, comes back the following morning. His car is completely beaten up. Like there's huge gashes in the sides of it and everything. Uh, um, and the, then the student's car. No, 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 in in his car. His car is a little. Oh, beat oh up yeah, as well. his his car's messed up too. Yeah, yeah when you are correct. To the, Mashed to a pulp. Oh, exactly. Yeah, that comes yeah. later on. But this is very early in the film when they're at that um, particular uh, camping site where he is stationed. With you know, there is the hunting community, and they're all like talking shit about him or whatever. But anyways. He goes out and then he comes back. And I feel like the turning point with him was the realization that this is getting out of hand and that he even mentions later on in the film that the trolls are coming out and they're coming out of their boundaries and he doesn't know why. It ends up being that big troll in the end, right? That massive monstrosity. (laughs) I'm not giving anything. Well, whatever. Fine, I guess. Sorry. But that's why I think that just to answer your question, Zanger, like, because I think that he's realizing that this is getting out of hand and he needs media attention. And whether it's coming from these Volda University students or from somewhere else, he doesn't really care at this point. Cool. Uh, So I I did note some stuff that I wanted to bring up just for talking points and everything instead of just vaguely going about the movie. Um, What is something that stood out to you upon the rewatch of this movie that you might not notice the first time or was something that you kind of appreciated more upon the reviewing of this? Do you want to take Mm. this first, Amber? I think even just in the context of us researching the mythology and trolls in general, the differentiation between the different types of trolls was something that I thought was really cool. Like, you know, you have the mountain kings, you have... uh, that one that was under the bridge, the forest trolls. Like, I feel like there was, I don't know. I feel like there was a very realistic differentiation between subtypes of trolls, which was very fascinating to me. Definitely. It made you almost like almost picture a society where they exist, exist, excuse me, amongst each other. I can't Mm -hmm. talk today. Their own ethereal Uh, realms. Yeah. Where they've got these, you know, their designations in the mountains and the, you know, uh, cave trolls, forest trolls, yeah, the cave trolls trolls, Mm -hmm. and how they would, uh, yeah, I didn't even know. Yeah. 
it's it's fun to think about the the battles they would have had when you think of like the Iceland fjords with all the rocks and it's like oh these were mm-hmm. the stones thrown yeah. by the trolls right and then it gives so much significance different types because for me under, yeah. I'm looking at that valley and like I've taken a couple geology courses I'm like now those are just leftover remnants from like melting glaciers that's <laughs> what that is but no. sure no. they could be caused from uh, <laughs> trolls hurling things in the well air. you'd have to go look and see if any of them had been dislodged relatively recently mm-hmm. actually that's true that's true mm-hmm. I. I, I like the way he figured out if stuff was dislodged or not, where he had the sketches and he stood in a yeah. certain spot and he held up like the translucent paper to see, you know, what had moved and whatnot. Yeah. I thought that was, yeah. he's, he's very low tech with some of his equipment, which I find very interesting in, in the, in, of course, in my rewatch of it for whatever time it is now. Um, the, the, the low techness of some of his equipment to where it's just, you know, he has, you know, he takes notes, he, you know, checks the, the newspaper for stuff. Like that's how he gets his information. It's, it's really interesting that that's the way they do it in this is, is pretty cool. How it's just very low tech. Like rather than mm-hmm. like tagging trolls or like mm-hmm. having like satellite imagery and it's all like, you know, James Bond and like the early 2000s Pierce Brosnan style wow. where he's like yeah. looking on a green radar screen of mountain trolls. Didn't he mention though, right? he, didn't he mention that you can't see them from satellites? Oh, did he mention yeah, something like he that? Yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty well, sure. They're, they're mostly out at night, which is the other thing. Exactly. Oh, okay. That, that was the big part of that, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, those UV rays, they'll kill them. <laughs> yeah. And and that is something interesting I like in this to where they blend the mythology and like modern, I mean, and science too, to where they explain that, you know, its body can't process what it's, it's, it's vitamin D that you get from sunlight, right? Yes. That it can't process that and just basically calcifies them. Right. I, I, I really mm-hmm. like that that was the, instead of just being like, oh, it's magical. It's just, no, there, here, here's a logical explanation for it for the parameters of what this movie has set forth so i thought that that was 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 very interesting um yeah totally so what was your favorite part of the movie like what 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 parts stood out to you maybe this viewing last viewing what 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 was your favorite part i think my Oh man, that's a really hard question to answer, honestly, because there's a there's a couple of really awesome scenes. But I do love the uh, Hans screaming troll, <laughs> and and I really do need you to watch it in Norwegian because I feel okay. like the inf- I just feel like the actual like Hans with the Norwegian accent mm. yelling troll is just like so awesome, and it's uh, so like guttural and like great and like terrifying and and perfect. Uh, I mean, the so, English voiceover does. He still is just sitting there screaming trolls. Oh, so, I'm I mean, sure, but I'm I, sure. I will. Yeah, I will make sure to check out that exact part then for <laughs> you. It's so I'm epic, sure, man. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure it's awesome in, in the English as well. I, we haven't listened to that one, but like, you know what I mean. It's just got that classic, <laughs> and it, you know, it's it's very authentic. It's yes. So I love that, and and just the reaction from the students, you know, and they're still very skeptical even after that. And then they just keep asking him in the cab, like, did, what did you say? Did you say <laughs> troll? Did you say this? Did you say that? It's like, uh, mm-hmm. okay. And then you see your car and then they're still kind of skeptical, even though they're freaked out. I don't even know. That was my favorite sequence. I think for me, 
What about you? Favorite sequence. I honestly kind of really like all of the little scenes with the interplay between the other government officials and Hans. <laughs> and even in the very, the very last scene that we see in that movie is probably one of my favorite moments. Uh, and they call it a joke when the guy mentions in the press conference that, well, Norway has trolls. We need power lines. <laughs> it's like That's just their, so... like, prime minister or whatever is saying. No, it wasn't yeah. their prime minister, but it was someone really high up in the officials. But yeah, it, or, or was it... Pre- was it a, a candidate, maybe? I don't know. I can't remember exactly, I but they said that was, was probably my favorite. It was just how, because in our research, right, it's become so much realer, these interplays between government and these mythical realms of elves and trolls and dwarves and all these things that mm-hmm. are, mm-hmm. to a certain extent, a reality in places like Iceland, Norway, and beyond in Scandinavian countries. Yeah. Fascinating. So one of my favorite parts that I love in this movie is the first time you get like a true shot of one of the trolls uh, where the three headed mm-hmm. one comes out of the woods and you oh, get yeah. that like, oh, yeah. first full shot of it and he hits it with the light and it free like that. That to me is some, I mean, of course, the stuff later in the movie is great, too. But that part was like that moment was like nailed it down for me as this is awesome. They did a great job with it. It looks great. And yeah, a lot of the stuff is at nights. So they can hide some of the. I mean, they 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 did a great job with all the special effects, but night can kind of hide some of those easily and everything. No, but for no, sure. I I I love that scene. Like like it was instantly like whoa, for me. So so that that's just something that really stuck out to me every time I watch mm-hmm. it. Just getting to that point because normally if I'm watching it with people, it gets to that point and they're like whoa, and it's like I said, it's it's great. I I love it, and that's one that always stuck out to me. That's definitely a badass scene. And then the they, mm-hmm. the, the, the part I always wondered about, it's like, you know, they tip it over, smash it up, and then it's just a pile of rubble left in the woods. Yep. You know, no troll to be found, no remnants of the, you know, like because pe- people think that there's rocks that look like trolls left in Norway and Iceland that didn't get broken apart like Hans does mm-hmm. routinely in the film, right? Blows, uh, it, blows it up, sitting there with a jackhammer. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just pretty interesting it's like so i mean what if someone just stumbles on this pile of very uh pale stones that are kind of out of place almost concrete like in the middle of the woods and what would they think mm-hmm. sort of odd exactly and then of course the bear people come to cover it up and they're complaining that it's not the right bear which i found was interesting too <laughs> that was awesome the polish painters yeah. that was so mm-hmm. funny oh again God, yeah i love that brilliant Actually, they got the fake bear paws scene. i love that scene that is just priceless <laughs> see that's why <laughs> i chose that as my bear. favorite it's very similar it's the same he's just like trying to convince him it's the same bear oh, i love it so um what so on on that note i'm sure that it goes without saying um, that the next question is, of course, going to be, what is your favorite troll presented in the movie? Whether drawing or, you know, a- actually seen. Hmm. Oh, Amber, you want to go first? I don't know. I kind of like that Ringle Finch, that, uh, the one that was under the bridge that they found and ended up being rabid. Okay. <laughs> that was pretty epic. They're all Well, really a lot cool, of though. them were rabid, actually. Yeah. They were all rabid in the end, but that was the one that mm-hmm. they took blood from to test at the veterinarian's office. Right. Mm-hmm. Hands gets all beat up. Yeah, pretty beat up. He's badass, man. And as a quick note, that is, of course, with the troll being under the bridge and everything, that is a vague reference to the three Billy Goats Gruff. Of course. Exactly. Yeah, we got some notes for that for for part four. There was a bridge near uh, my house growing up as a little kid. Uh, We moved when I was like six, but that was the game my mom would play like all the time. We would walk to McDonald's because it was really close. 
that old McDonald's that's <laughs> closed mm-hmm. now, Amber. She knows the one. I do. And uh, yeah, always played that there was a troll it, hiding under the bridge. It was the only down. McDonald's in town that had one of those like uh, touchscreen, like color painting machine things that you could go and do that fun stuff. Anyways, Ooh, <laughs> side note there. You... My favorite troll. Uh, okay. Anyways, yeah. Sorry. T- it's a tough kind of split to call. Like uh, the Jotun, is that what it was? Like the, the, the giant, giant. Like the mm-hmm. massive, massive one. Really, really, Yotnar. really thought that was really cool because yeah, the Yotar. The Mountain uh, Kings was another really cool one. And then the Mountain Kings, that's what I was going to say. Because for two reasons. One, obviously just the giant and how Han says they live in the cliffs. That's pretty badass. Thought that was really cool. But also the idea of the Mountain Kings obviously living in caves. And all the discussions we've had about caves on our show and on other shows mm-hmm. and about how they're sort of unknown and where they go and, and certain sort of places where things can hide. And this came up in the, our discussion of dwarves a little bit too, with sort of like inner earth, hollow earth, hiding, different things like that. I thought, I think that's really interesting. Cool. Cool. I, I, I of course like, like the one at the end, that is a great one, you know, seeing it, mm. you know, stomping and knocking over the truck and everything. But I, I've I've noticed something, and this is why I said ones that were either shown or presented as like a drawing or something. There's a part where they're going through all of his stuff in the truck, and there's like a little sketch of what looks like a smaller troll that doesn't look that big. I would have loved to have seen like a small, like three foot tall troll because it looked like from one of the sketches they're smaller ones too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that would have been sweet because we actually came across that in our research uh, that there are these smaller versions, but. Again, almost, yeah, they didn't really make it into the film. Yeah, they yeah they blur lines right. with other creatures that are definitely smaller mm-hmm. in, in some ways. So, <laughs> like I said, I like that they put that image in there of him draw because, of course, he draws what he sees. So that was very cool. I just wish we actually got to see one in action in the film because we Agreed. get to see it visually. We get to see four different types. Because there's the one, there's the three-headed one, there's one of the bridge, there's mountain kings, and then there's the Jotnar at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. Actually, I have a quote here from the director, Andre Uverdahl. Uh, I'm not pronouncing that right, but anyways, bad, he says in the movie, we have the Ringelfitch, the Tuslad, the Jotne, the Mountain Kings, the Harding, and the Dovregruben. Dovregruben, sorry. No R in there. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't think all of those are depicted. I, I wonder if he's talking about like from the sketch, because there's the sketch, the one that like hit its head on the bridge. That right. he did that sketch for. That, I mean, that, that almost was just, just from, like, like the giant at the end. Though, yeah, too. I just Google it right now. I'm looking at all these ones. <laughs> but <laughs> there's so many epic ones. Yeah, and definitely, so definitely, there were some of these that were not featured in the film, for sure. So right, like the Dolvergubin. I don't think definitely was. But that looks foreign. That looks kind of smaller. Maybe that was the we smaller need a one. Troll Hunter Part Two is what we need. I, you know oh, what? Yeah. Why, why don't we save that discussion for? For a little bit, okay. That no, 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 like we notes. need the movie part two. <laughs> Great minds right. think we'll, alike, Zanger. We right. we'll get there. We'll get there. Everyone, calm down. So, <laughs> okay. um, so one of the other questions I wanted to ask you guys is, what part of Troll Myth did you like that you saw in the film or that was done in the film? Like you, you guys have of course done a lot of research for our part four of this Norwegian mythology stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, without spoiling too much from your research, what part of troll mythology did, did you like that was included in this film? That's a really good question. And off the top of my head, it's something we've already mentioned, which is, 
I mean, there's a handful of things. I mean, obviously, the turning to stone and the only being nocturnal is a really mm-hmm. interesting aspect of trolls that does come up in a lot of the stories and the mythology throughout history and them sort of, you know, yeah, under the cover of night and stealing Christian women and things like that. But then mm-hmm. that in and of itself is a totally different evolution of trolls that we're going to get into in part four, which is the the sort of the Christian lens and sort of like them being drawn to church bells and interacting more so with uh, larger populations rather than just sort of almost like pagan uh, and then earlier peoples experiencing mythical creatures in mm-hmm. Scandinavian states, so to speak. So, yeah, I don't the, know. That's a Christian long-winded thing. answer. That's very convoluted. And that's my <laughs> typical thing. That's what I do. That's what he does. It's a non-answer answer. I almost have like two answers to that. Like, I, I really like the, the inclusion of the Christian element, how they hate Christianity. They hate Christian music. They don't include church bells per se, but it's in the same category for sure. And the director, again, I had a quote from him and he said, on that note, um, I don't know. It's so ridiculous. And the trolls always say it. They come into someone's house in a fairy tale and they say, I can smell the blood of a Christian man. And then he goes on to say he had to put that in and he had to make it real. But because it's a documentary, you have to explain it. And how do you explain that? And so this goes on to say that there was a scene that they cut from Troll Hunter between the veterinarian and Hans. And they're having an argument on whether or not trolls can really smell Christians. And because mm-hmm. she's a veterinarian, she doesn't believe in any of that. She believes in facts. But because Hans has actually seen it, he's taking a different side of the argument. So he goes on to say, it's a very nice scene, but we cut it. <laughs> but that's a very interesting element. And there interesting. was, there was a couple things. Good to keep. Yeah. And there was a few things, though, that in our research, we haven't really come across per se. The idea of loving rubber. That was weird. Also, the fact that they only have one offspring in their entire lives and they gestate between 10 to 15 years. That was interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was really interesting. Also, the idea that they can grow additional heads or appendages that are designed to scare the trolls as they age. That was not something we came across in our research. It almost only ever, yeah, it, 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 like I, I saw that a couple of times, but then it would, it was always in reference to this film, like as right. it went down the paragraph. Kind it's of. It's almost as if they have expanded the mythology on these trolls. Like there were th- multiple head cr- giants and, and, and cyclopses and different mm-hmm. things, but that's the, that's what we're dealing with when it comes to trolls is yeah. melding of mythologies. And yeah. like we were just saying two or three minutes ago with the different sizing of things. Mm -hmm. One thing we've really come across in a lot of this research is that uh, elf-like creatures really do cross over and meld together with troll mythology, especially in Iceland. It does happen in Norway as well, but especially in Icelandic mythology. So that's kind of a... Hmm. uh, uh, We're going to be getting into all that. There's some weird (laughs) differentiations, and it's super fun because people believe in all of it. So it's 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 kind of a weird breakdown, but it's it's all interesting for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for me, with my um, what what mytho- I mean, what stuff from trolls that I liked, they carried over. Of course, the turning to stone and them scientifically explaining it. But the blood of a Christian man, I found super interesting because it played mm-hmm. a role in the course of the movie. It played a role in a very suspenseful scene and it brought up a very interesting question that never really got answered but i liked how it was at least presented with the whole you know the 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 camera got the camera person they get to replace the one that died that was christian is um identifies as muslim and they say does that matter and 
Hans just sort of shrugs and goes, it's worth a try. So I guess he's never stumbled across that or it's something that's vague enough that even he might not 100% know like the the truth behind that. So that that's something I found very interesting totally. in that. And and I really do like that there is a scene that they, I mean it said they cut it but it would've been cool to have I guess more of a real world explanation of that or something. Mhm. And I did find it interesting that they did have a character that was Christian in the movie and that of course did not come come clean with that which I'm sure we can discuss real quick, you know, the origin yeah. of that or what we think of that and everything, but um but no, I I I very very like that that scene and that building up of that 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 lore behind trolls. Of course, trolls being under the bridge was very cool too. But you know, you can only take so much from mythology without ripping it off blatantly. Which totally. I mean, he he, he was bringing out Billy Goat. So I mean, <laughs> just saying. I'm, also, I found some images of the different trolls. So I found I on my like just looking around real quick, and I find this very interesting. The troll under the bridge, I kind of noticed it, but I never truly noticed it. His model does not have a left arm at all. Huh. Like he only has a right arm, and it's not. It's something that he must have lost at some point. But yeah, it's showing like the different models for them, and he just does not have another arm. And the crazy. A, According to this, the um, the troll with the three heads is a cyclops, and I think that's mentioned in the movie. Right? Yeah. The, it, it, and it, yeah, just one eye on each head. Was no, I thought it was just one eye on the one or head, the and the other is fake. Mm-hmm. The, the two side heads are just growths that look like heads, and mm-hmm. then it has a cyclopic eye okay. on the main head. Okay. They, Which, they, I mean, it's something that, that you see so quickly it would be hard, but they got, like, a model done up here of it, and it's 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 really cool to see. Let me see if I can screen share real quick. See, that's kind of sweet, because it's, like, implying, obviously, uh, like, we see a lot in nature, like, a, something that just looks yeah. badass. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's, like, extra yeah. stuff going on to look scary. You exactly. Know? Which is totally a thing. It it's makes like, them could... more animal, right? Yeah. And more easy to believe in i guess right. which a lot and of once again, elements do i i like the explanation of it too of the like it, it's a natural explanation of oh they grow extra heads to, you know ward off you know other trolls yeah. and stuff like it's it's not something where it's like oh they just grow them just because you know mythology says they do right. it's they grow them because of this real world quote-unquote reason we're gonna give and everything so i, I really yeah, like totally. that aspect of it so I know that we all probably want to talk about it. I know this is something that hopefully does come up in the part four of this, the discussion, um, mm-hmm. the blood of a Christian man. Yes. So that in the movie I found very interesting because the character, of course, says, oh, no one fesses up to it then. But then later, of course, it's discovered that the one, their, their original camera guy is Christian, freaks out, and, of course, gets attacked and eaten by the mountain kings yes which are smaller Mm -hmm. trolls very hairy big noses and everything and i found that interesting that like what i my my only guess is for the plot of the movie he probably was like oh i don't believe any of this stuff yeah and then when it started happening he's like oh i should be fine (laughs) it it was he got right (laughs) there beside him (laughs) <laughs> he was he was almost like also just embarrassed whether he believed in trolls or not like embarrassed to be religious right like yeah. didn't mm-hmm. want to like admit that even if he didn't believe in trolls which was kind of a funny little 
thing too, I guess. Because mm-hmm. then Tomas was like, like, oh, I went to Sunday school like twice or whatever. <laughs> has a joke, you know, not religious at all kind of thing. Yeah, yes, you don't want to be the odd man out. But then as the situation is increasingly real and real, he starts using that. What did he call it again? It was like that troll scent. scent. Yeah, yeah. it's like he's just rubbing it all over him. Ugh. <laughs> I, I also... Yeah. Yeah. Go, go ahead, Anne. Oh, no, sorry. I was going to be like, even though uh, rubbing that troll scent all over him might have been... Uh, I, you'd think they wouldn't even be able to smell his Christian sweat in the scene where he, uh, unfortunately, uh, ends, ends, ends up uh, eaten by mountain, <laughs> mountain kings because they're just in a room hot boxed with farts uh, <laughs> yep. the entire time. I mean, it might just be that strong, the blood of a Christian. Clearly. Because earlier, there there is the part where he does, um, Hans does use Christian blood on the bridge to help draw out the troll. Right. Too. Right. And that seems to get it going in a frenzy. So I guess it's something that, I mean, does throw him into a frenzy and everything. But the thing I liked about that scene is Hans the entire time is, is like almost just asleep or is asleep during that scene. Right. Where they're in the things he, I I'm betting this is not the first time he's had to deal with a situation like that. Doesn't seem to be. Yes, <laughs> that's for sure. So I I really like that aspect of like he's the consonant professional. He's always you know, the calmest one in the room because it <laughs> has to be. No, for sure. Mm-hmm. So well, yeah, he led them into it. I did have a point to make about the Christian blood thing again. Okay, um, just because. Going going back to the whole idea of some people believing that these may have been based off real giants or real creatures that existed, the, the whole idea of like something developing an aversion to something, for some reason, this all reminded me of just, this might sound completely bizarre, but of an episode we did on the people with no fire, the North Sentinelese on this mm. tiny little island, where yes. the, the turtles there developed an aversion to the people on the island, because there's very limited food resources and other... Uh, uh, um, uh, indigenous like islanders around there that weren't directly from that island, they could get closer to turtles. But for some reason, th- these larger sea turtles were like specifically would stay away from, you know, obviously certain areas, but then would react to the North Sentinelese because of hmm. 60,000 years of them hunting these things, right? Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of an interesting thing. It's like the trolls developed this aversion. Obviously, there was. Uh, uh, German nomadic tribes traveling into Scandinavia that would have um, been essentially pagan in origin, developed into sort of crude whatever, and then into Christianity. And those were the peoples there that would have been messing with them, not Muslims, which is the contrast mm-hmm. that we get in the film. Oh, I don't know if this will matter or not. Well, mm-hmm. probably not. If we're going that these things are actually animals like the veterinarian talks about. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to toss that out there. <laughs> That's interesting. The idea There wasn't a lot of atheists running around those days, I guess, eh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I know from just some vague research and everything, like, Christianity coming up through that area kind of hit them hard with, like, the... Uh, Christianity versus, like, the beliefs that they had. So that's why there was, like, very big divides between the pagans and the Christians during the time frame where a lot of these stories and stuff, I guess, got fleshed out or became more apparent too. And of course they could be used for either side to justify stuff. So that's, so that that is interesting to see that in this. Um, I had a, Oh, Hmm. so I just um, got done reading lost world, the Jurassic park follow up again. 
and in there they mention that some of the dinosaurs and i i'll I'll get to a point with this just let me get through the talk okay they mention that that a few of the smaller dinosaurs have like no fear of humans or anything like they just walk up to them and have no problem with them because they aren't used to seeing them and i know that like the dodo bird and stuff like that in for real world comparison stuff that isn't used to seeing humans don't know how to perceive humans Mm -hmm. are they threat or not and that's the thing if these turtles have had this whole thing in embedded into them of don't go Mm -hmm. near people especially at this location yeah then that then that is very interesting that that Mm -hmm. could be the same thing with the course the way that they're building up these trolls like i said it's something that's presented but not delved deep enough into to give a more realistic explanation like they did with mm-hmm. a lot of other stuff it's mm-hmm. presented but never explained so i think yeah. this is it, it's it's great because it leads to speculation and a cool discussion but at the same time there's so much mm-hmm. other stuff they explain i wish they had delved more into that and like i said i'm really upset now that they don't have that scene i'm also going to look on the blu-ray to see if they have it on there so <laughs> <laughs> the deleted scenes yeah. that's yeah, so funny I, actually that just reminds me I, of a jordan peele quote we just covered us on our film friday our latest film friday and he, uh, oh man, I'm totally losing my train of thought now. He had this idea. What was the quote, Andrew? Oh, we just covered it like literally like two days ago. Shit. We'll ah, whatever. We'll have to come back to it. Back to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, Zanger, what were you going to say? Yeah, sorry. Go on. I was going to come to the final point for at least this episode of if a sequel was made, what direction would you like them to go in or what would you want them to explore more? Now, I will point out something that there was a sequel possibly in the works, and I'm going to look up because I did have something on that, and then I accidentally X'd out of the <laughs> um, thing discussing like what happened with that. So, according to Wikipedia, um, canceled remake. Prior to the theatrical release of Troll Hunter, the producer um, had given requests for the film to be, to be remade course that's the english remake that would have possibly happened but as of um november of 2016 the remake had been canceled so no hmm. remake hmm. oh i know what my quote was Sequel. i know what the uh, quote on, was for jordan peele she, she got she got her quote she got i her got quote. the quote i just remembered it it was the idea because you said imagination zanger and the idea that they didn't really develop that but they presented it and I loved it from Jordan Peele because we just watched Us and he was saying how there was a lot, a lot of mythology that went into Us that he didn't present in the film. But it's the imagination that lets you just run wild with this, which is exactly what I feel like this whole series has been because totally. a lot of the Genesis has been inspired by Troll Hunter, at least for me. And oh, then all the other categories yeah. like elves and dwarves and all that stuff, like they all just kind of add to it in my opinion but this was like a clincher and i was just like as soon as we saw this film i was like damn like this <laughs> shit could be real <laughs> you know what i mean like but anyway sorry that was not a direct quote or anything but yeah just the idea of like letting the imagination go yes. you don't have to explain everything in the film if anything is more satisfying if you don't and hmm. it is also one of those things that is sort of more unbelievable for the hardcore skeptic because it's, you know, uh, presented to the masses in this form, in this format, like a troll hunter, like a, like a, like a Hollywood esque movie. Right. Whereas like, if you were to watch, say, you know, uh, whatever 
poltergeist or like a whatever, like a, 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 ha- a movie about hauntings, you might think, oh, this particular story is not super believable necessarily, but you might still believe that ghosts exists, exist. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like in that context, it does a good job, even though it is like a docudrama, whatever, of, yeah, of propping up the idea that there's things out there that we don't understand or don't know. Mm-hmm. And if they were going to do a sequel, I would really like for them to maybe even do not necessarily a sequel, but like a prequel. Oh, so prequel. don't necessarily do a sequel, but go back in time. So mm-hmm. I recently read an, an interesting article that's going to come up in detail in part four, talking about some hardcore conspiracy theories. And we don't typically dabble in that on our show. Like we like to look at facts and yeah, we can be uh, infinitely gullible, uh, but we like to, because we like to believe, but we don't normally talk about conspiracy conspiracies, right? But there was a, a, a few articles I looked at where they were talking about after the world, after World War II and changes going on in Norway, different relationships going on with the USSR and certain regions being cut off and strange things going on and hmm. people who do believe in trolls and at least creatures or giants or things that aren't, you know, they don't want the masses to know about, maybe had something to do with this. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to keep it super vague because there's a lot more details I have to say on that. But I, 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 think, I have a thought. I, I think a prequel would be cool. That's all I'm going to say. I have a thought, but I'm going to try to remember and save it because I just had a joke run through my head. And I'm <laughs> like, I got to remember that for later because if I say it now, I feel I'm going to spoil something for you guys. <laughs> for later. So Write it down. Write it down, wait. man. I will save it. <laughs> oh man! If I was to say anything, I honestly I kind of agree with your idea, Andrew. But you could do it as a sequel or a prequel, in my opinion. But I just want to get into like more of the government side of this. Like, how far-reaching does this go? Like, how I, did Hans come to be? It, how did Hans come to be? Yeah. That would be amazing. Yeah, it's like a Han Solo prequel, but it's a Hans whatever <laughs> his last name was. I don't yeah. even know. Troll Hunter, even more badass. But that would be really cool for me to just to see how far the literature within goes um, and like yeah like just the official official status of trolls in norway and beyond would be sweet almost like office style right imagine if you did like a the office but it's set in norway and it's a series and it's literally an office that's dealing with what did they call it again what was the office of the troll uh tss yeah, TSS, yeah. Troll Something Security, or troll what was security it? Troll Security Service or something? Security or Service? Oh, where is it? I just had it pulled up on my thing, <laughs> and I, of course, moved the cursor. Dang. I got to throw that uh, out there, troll. too. Like, that was hilarious, the guy they bump into at the the, the, the circular electrical plant that's just like, yeah. yeah, you know, it runs in a circle. Oh, It runs oh, in a circle. You know, oh. Got to keep... Never the- thought about that. <laughs> oh. It's amazing. They just need another mockumentary on all that. <laughs> Uh, TSS stands for Troll Security Service. There mm. we go. Mm-hmm. Got to so. keep them in check. Let's do, yeah, Troll Hunter Part 2, TSS. <laughs> Actually, that so, would be badass. We should write it, you guys. Let's do it together. <laughs> so mine kind of goes off of um, off of that, and I, I would like to see something to where it's more of a government thing, but it's not from the TSS. It's someone who has gotten reports may, you know, like I, I would love to see some photo, some blurry photos, huh? Of, <laughs> of trolls that someone has on their desk. They're trying to put the pieces together and it's someone going through the process. It could be happening at the same time as the Hans stuff. It could be happening. It just doesn't reference when, but it's someone trying to put together all the pieces 
from like a government position of like, oh, why does this? Why does this thing keep getting mm. money? Why are these power like yeah. like just putting all the pieces together and then either have them finally figure it out, but have them maybe go and investigate and have them come across a troll or something in real. Like I think that 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 would be cool to have it to be to where it's like a traditionally shot film, but taking place in the same world that was set up by this. That would be pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I think that would be interesting. And maybe in the end they do get involved with the TSS and it's shown more of what's going on with them. And maybe that's how someone becomes part of their office is it's like, hey, we're going to give you the opportunity to either you need to get out of the country or you need to join us because you can't go back to what you normally did, right. did anymore. I like that. I dig that a lot. Mm-hmm. You need to write the screenplay, Zinger. I know you don't have a ton of free time, buddy. But, I uh, oh you know I'll, I'll get right on that along with everything else I do, <laughs> <laughs> so I can expect it by the end of the month. Is that what you're saying? Uh, you can expect it by the end of this record. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how that's how good my turnaround is. Uh, so um I don't know if you guys had anything more you wanted uh, to drop on this. I know that we're going to be of course following this up with more discussions on the world of trolls. So I know we're saving a lot of stuff for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everything. Honestly, so, um, I, I yeah, I, I think I don't have a ton. I don't I don't have anything else to say. We'll we'll get into a lot more details like yeah, for sure on in part 4. But like yeah, it, one of one of my top top 10 top 10. I'm going to say that. I'm pulling that out. Mm. Favorite movies. What are the other nine, I, Andrew? I'm <laughs> right there with you sir it it would definitely be in my top 10 because i i enjoy the movie i think it's great i think it's something that is really fun to watch it's nothing too horrifying so i think like it's more appropriate for all ages but it's something that i guess i I always like to say like i mean i'd love for this to be real oh god (laughs) dude i say Mm. that all the time if 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 amber had a nickel for every time i said i want kong or godzilla to be real like and or both or all of them like that would be great wouldn't it be great if you turned on the news one day and it wasn't coronavirus it was godzilla just actually lifted himself out of the ocean and started trampling all over something and hopefully we're not near it that'd be great (laughs) (laughs) i i I know my my co-host eric would be overjoyed with that situation (laughs) on multiple levels Uh, it'd be entertaining anyway let's just say that Mm -hmm. but so before we who knows could be before we wrap up today I actually got a piece of fan mail that I would like to respond to on this episode because it involves our part one of this. So I got an email from fan of the show, Jerry, and he wanted to point out a very interesting thing. The title of the email, and by the way, I'm going to say this first, I couldn't cover every last bit of Norse mythology as much as I would love to, but (laughs) I, I appreciate you sending me this. And I, I had read this story. It was part of both books I did research on for this and it's something I've heard about before. But I appreciate you saying, saying, saying this to me because I saw this title in my email. Loki ties his balls to a goat. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> what? There is a, okay. I'm not nice. going to get into the full story, but there is a um, story about the giantess Scotty um, trying to get revenge for her father's death. And eventually she does marry the, uh, I cannot remember his name. He's the god of the sea in Norse mythology. She marries him and basically, I'm, I'm trying to shorten this story down, but I'm like, I'm going to tell all of it and it's not going to be, it's not something I've 
definitely research but he had the link to the story and everything so i want to thank him for pointing out to me because now i get the great opportunity to awkwardly discuss this now (laughs) so um she was upset of course of her father being killed because um lo and behold loki had a big hand in getting her father killed so she came and she wanted you know revenge and everything and they talked her down to where like she wanted to be able to smile again and she wanted to you know marry somebody from you know the the norse pantheon well the part of making her happy again was at the feast and everything. They um, they told Loki, they're like, hey, get out there and everything and, and make her smile. So he goes and gets a goat, gets a rope, ties the rope to the beard of the goat, and then ties the other end to his balls. And then tugs on the rope to make the goat tug back. And there's a whole back and forth with him getting his balls tugged on by the goat trying to tug away. I, I really briefed over that. But yes, that is that. And then she picks her her um husband from the guy she wants to of course marry boulder because boulder's beautiful and everyone loves boulder yay uh but she um goes to pick her husband by picking out of they, they they all line up behind a curtain and only have their feet sticking out and she must pick her husband by their feet and she picks the most beautiful feet she can find and it turns out that it is the god of the sea because he's a fisherman he always has his feet Settlerly clean. Hmm. So that's that. That's a very, very quick and bullet pointed one of that. But yes, there there is a part in the in the story where that's what Loki does to try to get her to smile. That's pretty awesome. So, I mean, if, it, it. If you decide to do more episodes where you elaborate further on some more of these types of stories, man, we, I, I like, I'm all ears. We're all ears. I, I, I can definitely do a part two. I, I can definitely do a part two on Norse mythology, part two, three, four. I can, I can do some more. You know what? I'll start, um, you know, thumbing through and seeing what other ones I could tell and what other fun stuff we could have. But I just wanted to point that one out because I was really appreciative of one, seeing that in our, in my email and two, having somebody point out one that was like, man, that is a weird one to talk about because it's like, I can't just explain part of it. I kind of got to explain all of it. Word. So, so there is that. Um, of course, we will be back for on, on your guys' feed for part four of this eventually. Um, at some point, we'll mm-hmm. be doing that. So, some so point that real soon. Dis- uh, that will be a discussion on trolls, the mythology, the real world sightings. I'm, I'm excited for this because you guys sent me stuff for the research, but I'm like, I don't want to look at any of it. I want to be genuinely surprised the entire time. So <laughs> I'm very excited for the for the follow-up to this and i mean te- technically we are the, con- the conclusion of this but i'm sure we'll revisit norse mythology and other stuff as we you just will. said story st- story time with zinger is something that should definitely happen but Absolutely. um on that note where can people find more from you guys of course to one hear more from you and two get of course part two of this series and of course get part four when it comes out yeah definitely so i mean into the portal you can find us literally anywhere you get your podcast i think we're basically everywhere and then mm-hmm. into the portal.com is our central hub so you can check us out there our network is straight up strange so you can hit us up mm-hmm. at straightupstrange.com. there's a lot of cool stuff including uh our uh new clothing line that we launched recently so we got some cool stuff so mm-hmm. you can check us out there and uh basically check out into the portal just search that on any social media and yep. you'll, you'll find us you'll if you like the us. weird the wonderful and the straight up strange that's what we're all about so yeah. yep uh, just keep it rolling <laughs> awesome well of course if you're listening to this i assume you know where to find zingness but you can also find us on any social media network uh hit us up on twitter hit us up on facebook and of course if you want to email me some strange norse mythology that you think i might not have heard of 
I am all down for that. You can, of course, email us directly at zingness at gmail.com. So, again, thank you guys for joining us for this episode. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you, I guess, on the other side of the portal and, of course, next week on Zingness. (laughs) Thanks for having us, buddy.